The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. Good morning, Jericho. Morning, Joan. How are you this morning? I'm okay. okay. Um, you'll notice I'm wearing this trunk brace mm. around my abdomen. And, yes, uh, I thought perhaps it was a fashion item. Well, I, I, as you know, I do. I had my ribs removed in order to get the sort of um, the yes. nipped in waist, and yes. I do have to go through that every night wearing uh, light data on tees and yes. uh, a lot of these people to yes. give me the. The 22-inch. Yeah, worth it though, I'm trying to head down to 18. Yes. But uh, we're getting there, we're getting there. Bless you, bless you. But unfortunately, having this brace to get the waist I was after has weakened Mm. whatever muscles were there even more. And unfortunately, I'm just... So you sort of essentially collapsed in the middle. Yes, and that's caused a lot of pressure on the organs, all just sort of crunching together. Mm, oh no. Is um, that painful, Joan? It's very painful. Right. And Mahmoud had to come round and sit with me through the night. Oh no, and sort of hold you up. He was. He was um he was rubbing my back, um, with his nose to be honest, because mm. he having that big hook nose. It's mm. absolutely fantastic yes. for pummeling and, you know, circling motions well, on, and, and heating up, you know, painful yes. points. Yes, because it's very hot, that uh, nose, isn't it? Um, he's always had a very, very warm nose, even in very cold weather. You touch your nose, it's sort of boiling hot. Absolutely steaming. And, and, you know, it's frequently red, which yes. you associate with the cold weather, but yes. it's actually almost like a burning coal. Sort of fiery, fiery uh, knob on the front of his face, really, mm. isn't it, Joan? For want of a better description. But um, no, he's very inventive, very clever man. What a clever I know, man. I mean, when he first went down there, I was sort of fond of, you know, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but of course... The great thing is you can trust him, can't you, Joan? You can I mean, trust him with your so life. You know, you're in very, very safe hands. Yes. I, I was just glad that I always have... Um, my best underwear on. Mm. I mean, I'm an everyday best underwear girl, as you know. I always wear my Lajabi underwear or my Freya or my Rigby and Pellers, you know. um, Yes. So gorgeous. I know. Tiny little silky things. Yes. Uh, I like all the Diamantes, you know. We're talking real. Yes, and the Um, silk embroidery and the little gold and silver threads. Absolutely wonderful variety of undies. Um, that that you've got in your top drawer, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I've had the privilege of seeing, obviously staying at Jones um, Castle up in Scotland. Um, yes, well, so. I always like to show my favourite people through my lingerie collection. Yes. Just, it's just one of my things. It's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, you know, um, it was very kind of you. You lent me some underwear, some undies. Uh, I got drenched, if you mm-hmm. remember, in that uh, downpour one Easter. Um, Remember we were out hunting, fishing and shooting. Exactly. <laughs> wonderful. What a, what a wonderful day that was. But mm. absolutely soaked through and all my pants and uh, undies all drenched. Mm. So, um, But, I mean, I, you know, it was a, uh, <laughs> we had to sort of resort to cutting and, and taping a couple of pairs together. I've got a, a bit, I mean, I'm not ashamed of it. I've got a much bigger bottom than Joan. Um, 
but uh, you know, years. It's of... still a lovely bottle. No, oh, bless you, Joan. Bless you. Well, how wonderful! I'm just going to just have one more chocolate, yes. and then we should we crack on yes, with the, with the letters. Dear June and Jerrica, after 21 years of marriage, my husband recently announced that he wanted anal sex. I wasn't keen as I get a lot of piles, but he said it was anal sex or bust. So he had several attempts. My problem is I just don't like it. I find it painful and unnatural and it makes me want to pass a stool. I also worry that he might touch a stool once in there. Is he secretly homosexual? This is Sue Wallace from Folkestone. P.S. I woke up one morning to find him trying to stretch my anus. Ah, oh, bless him. Bless him. And this is from, sorry, Sue... Sue Wallace from Folkestone. OK, down in Folkestone. Hello, mm. Sue. Mm. Yes, well, this is an interesting letter, isn't it? Um, you know, reading between the lines, I think what Sue is saying is that uh, she doesn't enjoy uh, sex in any capacity. Perhaps she's frigid. Um, she doesn't say whether she's going through the change. But I'd say she's been through it out the other side she's for probably a couple looking of decades. At, oh, no, I've just seen the photo. Yes, yeah, quite motley looking. She's done a, a photo of her um, behind uh, just to show us what's quite of, marbled, pretty marbled, pretty pale, isn't it? And she, very, very hairy cheeks. And very hairy, which is a concern. Although very common with ladies of this age, mm. of course, when they you get the facial bearding, indeed, but also the body bearding, body bearding, or anal bearding sometimes when it's uh, coming from inside the anus, which is again pretty common. Um, and not very inviting for poor Mr. Wallace. No, so I would say first things first, um, tidy up your anal area because perhaps one of the reasons that he's having to force himself in is that uh, he's not actually able to have a full erection because he's rather put off by these droopy hairs and these scrapey piles. Um, so I would say pop down to your GP, just get some of this uh, mess dealt with. Um, and I think you'll find you've had a you'll have a much more satisfying uh, anal anal life. I mean, nowadays, of course, there's lots of ways to get rid of piles yes. uh, differently. Yes, uh, a lot of it is cauterizing them, mm-hmm. bursting, exploding, whatever. I know we talk about exploding a lot on the program, but mm. it's really very effective. Well, it's extremely effective, and I think it's you know, although in the moment it can be rather uncomfortable, um, ultimately it does mean that they don't come back. Yes, and it's the mini body bomb that the doctor will just pop in there, a yes, bit absolutely. like a pessary. I mean, I think you can actually get them at pharmacists now. If you go in and just ask for a body bomb over the counter, um, there are um, some that are available without prescriptions. So it's pretty easy. I'm not, why, I'm not really sure why she's written in this letter, to be honest. Well, I think the bigger question is why doesn't she like anus I see, yes, yes. And when he was trying to stretch her anus, she doesn't really describe why mm-hmm. um, or with what. No. Obviously, there are are anal stretchers yes um and they're they're worth having but i don't think she needs one there um, i don't think she does need one i mean it's very nice of him isn't it to take the time to have gone and bought her uh, an anal stretch if he did i mean he might have made it himself well that's true or perhaps got something from the fruit bowl or the the uh, vegetable uh, section of the fridge um but no she doesn't say what he's used um i think bless him goodness me he's trying his best isn't he poor man um, just trying to make this more so, fun. So I think, let's think about him for a second here. Mm, mm. Things round the front may not be working so well for no, Sue Wallace. Think, well, most certainly. Um, Again, this is a situation where Mr Wallace could go off and have an affair with a younger woman. Yes, yes. But no, no. he said, no, it's all right, Sue. I don't like what's round the front, 
but I will have a go round the bank. Right. And yet you are cocking your snook. Yeah, you're cocking your snook at the back door entrance and, uh, you know, at your peril, um, really, Sue. Think, um, just think a little bit further than just your own um, concerns and, uh, you know, try and concentrate on what he needs and, and wants. This mm. is obviously a lovely guy. He's obviously very concerned. I mean, you know, she doesn't say whether he was finger-stretching her anus. I mean, that's a very, very, um, you know, what tried and tested and well well-liked technique and mm-hmm. um, you know mm-hmm. just perhaps experiment with popping in your own little finger when you're on your own and wiggling that about a bit and see if you and can... you can do that anywhere you can absolutely do it anywhere on the bus um or at the uh you know she doesn't say that she goes to bingo but uh looks as if she does she and Folkestone's pop- exactly the sort of place where you could be doing that quite yes. happily yes there's playing. plenty of uh, bingo down in Folkestone I believe um, so yes, Sue. Uh, I mean, I really do think just I would I would say pull your finger out, but actually it's mm-hmm. rather the opposite, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, wake up and smell the roses and uh, and get on with it because goodness me, you haven't got many years of life left uh, by the look of this picture, and uh, you know you're rather wasting them. Super. But thanks for writing in. Dear Joel and Jerrica, my son has developed an exceptionally big penis which doesn't seem to stop growing. We're starting to worry. Lorna and Mike Husserhoot from Kent. I think that's the first couple letter. Oh, was we that? Have oh, I thought, ever I thought it was a, a, a long second name, wasn't Lorna it? Lorna and Mike. No, Lorna and Mike. That's the couple. <coughs> She's enclosed a photo of them. Yes. And um, Husserhoot is the surname. And oh, uh, interesting. Yes. And they're down in Kent. They're yeah, down in Hello Kent. Hello there, Lorna is, and uh, Mike. Goodness, lovely. wonderful. I wonder who's written the letter. <laughs> uh, well, they've done a line each by the oh, looks of it. They're a very happy-looking couple, I must say. Oh, it's, um, it's a very equal sort of relationship, yes. isn't it, Joan? Which worries me a little bit, I must mm, admit. But, mm. um, but anyway, let's not. Mm. Uh, that's not what they've written in about. No. They've written in about this little lad with this, yes, very, very, very large... Um, sort of third limb almost of a of a penis mm. um, and yes they've had to make him some special trousers there by the look of it uh, poor little fella mm. Mm. well you know as we know this is a common uh, this is a common problem lots of people have this elephant elephantine penis or elephant penis as it's called um, dumbo penis sometimes it's a condition that uh, is often if dad's got rather a large member and then, uh, you know, genetically there's just a sort of a blip. Yes, um, yes. This... Well, Mike Hasserhoot did uh, kindly pop in a photo of his own, which is mm. really quite it's substantial. Size. Yes. That's more of a sort of me- medium dumbo. Yes. Uh, and Lorna, I can see uh, through her trousers that her clitoris is is very substantial. Mm, mm, that's a big, big old bulky clitoris there, isn't it? Um, <clears throat> yes. Well, I mean, you know, it's a sort of lemons in a row situation here, rather, Joan, isn't it? You've got a very large clitoris with the lady. You've got this demi-jumbo dumbo. Demi-jumbo, yes. Demi-jumbo in the fella, Mike. Um, And, you know, it's just one of those things, I'm afraid. Three ducks in a row, three lemons, and suddenly out comes this little lab with this giant... uh, a member um, drooping between his legs, and before you know mm. it, he's um, you know he's got to get a sort of scooter to pop pop the uh, yes penis. Poor young Harry Hasserhoot. Laura says he um, he really does struggle with his balance. Um, mm. He has difficulty sitting down. Oh. I mean, it's really yes. 
yes, it's quite a, a thing, isn't yes, it? Yes, it's not very nice, is it, Jenna? It's like in, very, very big-breasted ladies. Yes, Are exactly. there sort of bras he could wear, like a penile bra? That well, would... So, yes, I mean, you know, it's difficult. But, I mean, the good news is that often these, uh, when you have this condition, you actually have the manoeuvrability of an elephant's trunk. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll find that he can not only urinate out of this giant pick things up. penis, he can pick things up, he can eat a current bun, pick up a current bun and pop it in his mouth. He can he can roll it up and squirt out water. I mean, it's great fun and it's fine when they're little. But, um, you know, as they get older, he, it may be that he can roll it up and tuck it in his trousers. Yes, I think I think Laura said he, he can do that. Mm. Um, the problem when they reach puberty, of course, Joan, is that they don't lose control, you take them to the swimming pool and before you know it, he's unfurled and is blowing around the pool mm. and frightening the little girls mm. Mm. Um, and the mums. Um, although some of the mums are often quite pleased to see it. Is there a uh, reduction you could have, as in you can have a breast reduction? No. No, no, Joan. I mean, this is the tragedy because mm. there are so many nerve endings mm. down mm. The, the penis. This little lad, I'm afraid, is going to have to live with this. Mm. But, um, mm. you know, hopefully he'll find the right uh, lady. Who's, yes. Um, who's a, with able, some sort of giant uh, Indeed, able canal. to accommodate within her... Um, Mrs. Dumble. Indeed. Mm, so um, mm. I would say join, put, Mrs. Him, on some, put him on some dating sites mm, now, mm. Uh, make it clear what the issue is, and um, maybe people who are worrying about a daughter with a giant baggy vulva will um, be reassured that there are some fellas out there for mm. when she uh, when she gets to 16. Okay. Or younger. Yes. Mm. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Dear John and Jerrica, I'm 72 and I've been told I have two months to live, and obviously the whole family are very upset. My husband has taken it especially badly and I was hoping we might squeeze in a trip to the seaside, but he said he was too upset. Then when I got back from church on Sunday, I found him on the stairs making love to my carer, Debbie, who's Nigerian, Edith Hollerifoot from Ipswich. Mm. Hello, good morning, Edith Hollerifoot. That's a double-barrelled. Yes. Uh, yes, a very unusual combination. Mm, and it's foot with an E, yeah, which is why I pronounced it that way. Yes, 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 yes. Wonder what her sort of family background, that sounds like mm. a sort of landed gentry, yes, almost, doesn't yes. it? Yes, and in her yeah. photograph she does have a certain um, sophistication, yes, I have indeed. to say, even though obviously she's two months away or less now yes, from, from the Reaper's Yes, the ugly swathing. Bless her. This Nigerian lady, yes. uh, Debbie, yes. um, her carer... She looks... Uh, well, she's rather luscious, isn't she, Debbie? Mm. Uh, with mm. the little photo that... But a lot bigger than uh, Mr. Hollerifoot, yes. isn't she? I'd she's... say, what would you say, two or three times? Yes, I mean, she's got him in a headlock there. I wouldn't have said that was necessarily making love, because no. uh, Edith took a little photo, because she yes. was, said she was very upset about it. Well, she's obviously doing okay if she can operate her mobile phone. Yes. But yes, mystery, what a mystery. I mean, I think the thing is, I, I, my, my sense reading the longer letter is that Edith's trying to elicit some sympathy Yes. Uh, in terms of... It's a bit poor me. Poor me, yes. my carer, who should be looking after me, was actually intercrossing my husband on the stairs. Mm. Now, let's look at this another way. Stephen Hawkins popped off with his carer. Mm. Um, oh, look, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, the point is a lot of these carers are very... You know, you wouldn't on the face of it think uh, she's a bit of all right. Um, often very larger ladies. Mm. Often, um, you know, not necessarily looking to their appearance first thing in the morning as they gather up the materials they need for the day, mm. the bandages, the cotton wool. The but the tissues. point is, they're carers. But and they she's are. caring exactly. for your husband by caring for his needs. That's it. I mean, yes. you're suggesting a trip to the seaside in your final weeks, whereas... 
Hubby clearly would like something he else. He needs something else. He needs comfort at this very difficult time. Mm. Uh, he doesn't want to be uh, shunting along a beach and trying to find somewhere where there's no wind to, to sit down, lugging a heavy picnic bag and, you know, a chair for you to sit on. I'm presuming you're not getting about quite so... No, no, she's, t- she's popped a picture in of her wheelchair as well, right, which is okay. very hefty with all kinds of fancy accoutrements. Indeed. Um, so she's very fortunate to have that. But, mm, you know, he's going to be hauling that novice and you have to pull them backwards over the sand, mm, don't you? They don't mm. go forwards very easily in uh, on a sandy beach. No, it's going to be very difficult for uh, such a slight man. And, indeed, and a nightmare on a pebble beach, so um, I don't know where you're thinking. No, I mean, she lives in Ipswich. I'm not sure if that's by the sea. I can't really remember. Um, and it's Norfolk, isn't it? Is it Suffolk, Norfolk? It's up that way. Yes. Well, I mean, you're probably not that far from Blickney or uh, Wells next to the sea when you're over in Ipswich, but, uh, you know, you're going to struggle, I think, to get up to Blakeney Point. I think as well, given that... You're downstairs in your house. You've got all your winches and whatnot. Your best bet is actually to see if you can get a hubby to tip a bunch of sand in the front room and um, yes, some watery business down at one end. Bucket of water. Washing up bowl. Um, yes, and get uh, this this carer lady to perhaps join in the fun. Yes. Maybe you could watch. Yes, you can, you can make that. You can use your imagination and get a recording of some seagulls. Uh, the distant sound of children playing a transistor radio. Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. A shout from a burly lifeguard as he sprints down to the sea front in tiny in a tiny pair of trunks with a, a board tucked under his arm. I think there's all sorts you can do uh, to get yourself around this. I think your biggest problem, Edith, and this is what's going to finish you off sooner than anything is your jealousy yes. and your attitude. And your small-mindedness, I'm afraid. Somebody's got to say it. A lot of people are probably tiptoeing around you with this... I think the fact you've said Debbie, who's Nigerian... Yes, it's racist. It's very racist. And I would be concerned about that, really, Edith. I mean, sometimes, you know, these sort of this sort of hatred, this, uh, you know, malicious, nasty... Um, vindictive trolling almost of, of other people mm. can actually lead to uh, illnesses, Absolutely. cancers. Of course, it's um, attitude, isn't you it? You know, it's as we've said, we've said time again on this programme, it's attitude uh, that mm. creates illness and death. It's like ultimately. location, location, location. It's attitude, attitude, attitude. Indeed. And in many ways, I don't really know what she's asking in the letter. I no. think she's just sort of saying, poor me, yes. guess what my husband did. What's the postmark on that letter, by the way, Joan? Um, when was that posted? Uh, that was posted two weeks ago. Right, so she's actually not. So she's got six weeks now. Six weeks, but of course these sort of time frames that doctors hand out, oh, they're, they're very, very variable. I know many people. You know, you're diagnosed with a terminal illness on the Monday, told you've got two weeks, you're dead the next morning. Exactly. But, mm. um, anyway, best of luck, Edith, and very many kind regards to your. To your husband. And Debbie, the, the Nigerian carer, Indeed. who I think looks... Sounds like a lovely lady. Really very nice. Mm. Thank you. Okie dokie. Well, I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. Oh, well, it's been a wonderful uh, set of letters. Thank you so much for writing in, and uh, we look forward to tackling more next time. We do indeed. I must admit, I'm slightly dreading the journey home. Oh, Joan. No, no, it's Brian. Oh, um, no, not the digestive issues yes, he, again. Um, as the listeners probably will remember. Mm. Every time I get into the car, he's obviously been waiting for me for a period of time. Mm. And he just has broken so much wind in there. 
Um, mm, it's almost a fog when you get in. It's a brown fog. Yeah. Um, so it's visually and nasally. And I just feel, I just feel like I'm inhaling, well, I am, I'm inhaling fecal spores. Mm. And mm, well, you will be, Brian's right? fecal spores. Yes. And, you know, if it was Brad Pitt, you, you know, you wouldn't mind chomping down uh-huh. on that. But I really feel very offended that no. he, I just think he doesn't really know what he's doing maybe I don't know well, or I is think, it a deliberate you know the, you know the poke him a face in, in, well it's hard to say isn't it? it seems such a darling doesn't he Brian I mean I know he's a big man he's and, a big uh, man he's very overweight he, is. he only eats mostly sort of sausages and, yeah so um, I was going to say he pops in when he's dropped you off he pops in for another fatty breakfast doesn't he I mean I think he's been known to have the canteen girls I was telling him he's had three or four fatty breakfasts um, I'm afraid, Jones. So I don't know if there's any any uh, merit in perhaps you saying to these uh, ladies, don't serve too much fatty breakfast up to Brian. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if there's something really quite nasty going on mm. with his bowels, to mm. be honest, because mm. the smell is foul. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I, I've, I've sometimes wondered if he's actually followed through and he's just not been bothered to go get up and go to the toilet. Mm. I mean, I don't know. No. But I don't feel... I spray lots of perfume... Mm. I've given him I don't know how many magic trees, but um you got seventeen last time I looked on the hanging off the But you know, you mix that mirror. with the that smell and it's mm. just No, it's actually sort of works, isn't it, Joan? Mm, mm, oh mm. dear, oh I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I mean, you know, if you want me to have a word with him, I don't mind saying something. I'm mm. quite straight talking, as you mm, know. I'm prepared mm. to, you know, give him a bit of a... What would you say? You know, I might hint at your delicate nature and uh, the fact that you are, oh, as you say, inhaling faecal spores and that uh, that's going to damage you, Joan. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, I'll be, I'd be sticking up for you. Mm. Um, I don't time. think he'd know what faecal spore meant. No, I probably would use a different word. Um, I don't know, something like uh, squitty, squitty squitty air or squitty puffs I don't know something that would be a sort of layman's term um but uh no I you know I, I don't mind having a quick word if it's if it's helpful but uh, anyway look forward to hearing from you all next time thank you, thank you.